two, Multiverse of Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week we're not covering Marvel Zombie Supreme. Yeah. Why, why, Luke? Is it because of a clerical error? I wouldn't say it's a clerical error. It was just a lack of research done beforehand. Because uh, Marvel Zombie Supreme is actually set within the 616 instead of being in another universe. And so that actually broke me out of my holiday stupor that I was in last week to a degree. So I'm not going to pretend to be sad because, you know, I'm not I'm not the best at it sometimes, sometimes. We broke a character too much last week. Yeah, well, we're even in... Were you even in a character last week? Sometimes. I, I guess sort of. Yeah. Sometimes I was trying to be in the like positive cheer of, no, Luke, it's going to be okay. But then there was actually bad things I didn't like about the books so that I shat on it. Yeah. Uh, but this week we are instead covering Marvel Team-Up Volume 3, number 15 through 18, plus the uh, Marvel Knights 2099 line, because... Uh, otherwise we probably aren't going to do a special episode on it and god those books are weird but uh, Marvel Team Up Volume 3 was a weird series like you've read some of the uh, earlier Marvel Team Ups right? yeah oh and also just as a note I do have a cold coming on so I'm slightly congested yay and by Marvel Team Up you mean Spider-Man Team Up uh yeah, there's also like Marvel two and one, and there's wasn't there the villain team up and stuff. Yeah, that was usually I think with Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. But every time I try to say it was Marvel team up, I think there's like maybe four issues that did not feature Spider Man. Yeah, the uh, third volume though was written by Robert Kirkman, and he used it to do some weird things. I'll say. Oh, for sure. That was where he introduced Freedom Ring, and is like, oh yeah, this. This is a new openly gay character. It's going to be a new start for the Marvel Universe and diversity. And then he, like, kills him in the first issue. It's like, fuck you, Robert Kirkman. It's what he knows. All he knows how to do is kill his own characters off. Battle Pope never died, Devin. Battle Pope never died. Well, yes. But, yeah. uh... Echo Grady's dead now. Yeah, Granted, he he's not the one who killed him off, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Oh, there's, also... a, there's a team of losers right there. Bam, adding the pim. Yeah, uh, Kirkman also invented the irredeemable Ant-Man, and he's more famous for, you know, his books like The Walking Dead or Invincible. And actually, in Marvel Team-Up number 14, that is where Spider-Man met Invincible, and it was Kirkman yep. just trying to be snarky the entire time, like, oh, you're, you're, you're called Power Man? That, that's a stupid name. Oh, you're Spider-Man? That's a stupid name. For an entire issue. Yeah, basically. Like, I... I'm really defined on Kirkman. I mean, I like walking dead here and there but i also have not touched it in like five or six years here's the thing walking dead comic still going real strong unlike that tv show 
Yeah. People are getting all upset about the TV show because of Negan and all the things he does. Guess what, guys? Negan, best character by far. And it's still making Kirkman money either way because they're watching. When you could actually, apparently, you. there's been a huge drop off in viewers this year. Oh, well, because because of the whole death. Yeah. Well, they should be watching Last Man on Earth because that's a better post-apocalyptic show. Yeah. I don't uh, watch either at the moment. Uh, Marvel team-up numbers 15 through 18. Uh, was written by Robert Kirkman with Paco Medina on pencils, Juan Velasco on inks, and Studios Marte Gracia on colors, and VCs Russ Wooten on the letters. And we start off on Earth 6215 with like this opening splash of the Avengers Tower standing tall and proud and then the next page is a two panel spread where it explodes and we are introduced to Lord Kronok and his unnamed <sighs> lackey who are hovering over the destroyed New York City as his lackey informs him that similar attacks have gone off without a problem against the X-Men, Fantastic Four and the other teams and while this information is being relayed. Kronok takes Captain America's shield from the rubble. And Kronok is informed how there are still smaller heroes who are fighting back. But they won't really be able to stand up against the next wave that is going to be sent in. And uh, one of these remaining heroes is Spider-Man. Who we cut to as he is being chased while he is still dressed as Peter Parker. Carrying Mary Jane as a swarm of Kronok's troops are chasing after him. Because Kronok has intelligence on all of the major heroes, so their secret identities, where they like to hang out. And Peter gives Mary Jane enough time to run away before he gets shot down and killed. Meanwhile, Speedball is uh, trying to get away from the troops, while all the other members of the New Warriors have been killed. And he gets away just because the like troopers really don't know who he is or care about him. And it's like... Speedball has had a long enough, uh, like, time around the Marvel Universe. He should be at least somewhat known. I kind of accepted this based off of what they were kind of going for. Because it's supposed to be like they were looking... Well, it's mostly they were looking back in time, essentially. So to me, it depends, like, on which timeline they're looking at, because the 2099 universe is never supposed to be, like the future of that universe no it is well it, it's the but there's universe... always deviations and such because of it though from them coming back well, and such we'll get into the I... weird we'll get into the for me it was more of it was speedball it's at that point in time based off when that issue was written he should have i still think it was still penance at that time uh in 2004 no, this was written. Was this written in two thousand four? Yep. No, oh, I thought it was or written later. Two thousand. No, it, uh, I thought it was written. Oh, okay, I thought it was written post uh, Civil War when I was reading it. No, no, this was like a year before that. Oh, okay. Then no, never mind. Like some of these characters that they choose, literally came out that year. And it's like, oh, these characters are losers. They're never going to be big. And I mean, some of them, it's true, but. Uh, well, yeah, we yeah but it's like... more of they wouldn't know who they are because they've been around for less than a year. 
But if you're still coming from the future and they eventually get big, then... Well, how is Robert Kirkman going to know that, Luke? He picks characters who are actually losers. Like, we'll get into, like, what happens. Like, Speedball, since this, has been on New Warriors again. He never really had... Well, and he had pendant stuff happen to him. And yeah. he, uh, joined Avengers. Well, he Academy. also caused... He also pretty much caused uh, Civil War, too. <sighs> Nitro caused Civil War. Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne get killed, which really doesn't add to anything. It just, like, takes up a page or two. No, it's not to get that smug satisfaction of seeing Hank Pym die. Uh, Luke Cage is fighting some uh, soldiers who, like, try melting him, which starts to work. Luckily, gravity shows up. And, like, this is one of those characters who was in the first year of publication, and he eventually joined up with Great Lakes Avengers, Young Avengers, New Warriors. He can control gravity. They're able to fight off the troopers, but Luke Cage dies because he got all melted. Uh, meanwhile, Kronok makes his big announcement that he wants complete control of the planet in 48 hours or less. And this sends Chris Powell, Darkhawk, to take off. Darkhawk is a character who got killed off pretty quickly. And mm -hmm. now Chase Stein is Darkhawk from Runaways. Uh, but uh, Darkhawk has a magical amulet. That gives him a robot suit, and at the time he was with a team called the Loners, who, when he went back to see them, they have all been attacked and killed, so he barely gets away. And the Kronok troopers talk about how their data isn't super complete, but within less than four hours, 90% of the heroes in the world have been killed. And they talk about how if they haven't been recorded, they are not important. So as Speedball and Gravity are running away, they run into Terror, who is essentially a human turned into a demony thing, who can replace his body parts with the body parts of other people. And originally he was part of the epic imprint, where his name was Shrek. And you know what, Devin? What? Somebody wants... Yep. Shrek jokes. They get me through this depressing, depressing timeline. Guys just got shrecked right there. Yeah. And he, uh, Terror, I think, partially made a comeback because of this cameo. Because, uh, like, he's on Deadpool's Mercs for the Money. Well, everyone's in Deadpool's Mercs for the Money, it seems, right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one of the things. Like, we tried to come up with our own lists of characters who would be on a more modern League of Losers and it's like, we'll get in that later. As the battle picks up Aranya shows up and she has spider powers but not Spider-Man powers at the time. But eventually she becomes Spider-Girl and because of the events of Spider-Island she does get actual Spider-Man powers. And there's also X-23 which was the big one where it's like, how did you think this character would not be big? She's the female clone of Wolverine, who, apart from being the real, quote-unquote, Wolverine in the comics right now, she's also going to be, like, in an X-Men movie now. Well, this is 12 years later. Yeah, but this was, like, 2004, the first year that she showed up. 
and yeah, I guess from that standpoint, I mean, the only real appearance she had at that point in time was from X Men Evolution, which was where she debuted. There's also New York X and uh, like the other series. Anyways, during the uh, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, think about how many Spider Man clones have been made that never made it. Well, are you talking about actual Spider-Man clones or, like, the character archetype clones? Both. Yeah, like, I, I mean... Personally, which... I've been thrilled that Silk has made it as long as it has, because I didn't think it was going to last. Well, and this team has two Spider-Man clones in Gravity and uh, Speedball. Yeah. Who were made specifically to take another shot at the Spider-Man formula. Uh, and also, I'm really not a fan of how Kirkman writes Aranya. Because he just writes her as stereotypical sassy Latina chick, which really mm-hmm. doesn't fit her. Uh, and then Terror ends up taking a shot through the stomach, and he's still kicking, and that's when Sleepwalker comes in. Sleepwalker was created by Bob Budiansky, the guy who made, like, what started off the Transformers in comic form. And literally that series got published because Sandman by Neil Gaiman was popular. And he's a, a dream creature who has something called a warp vision, but he is bound to a person who uh, only releases him when that person falls asleep. And then the last member of the team is Dagger from the duo of Cloak and Dagger, who creates light energy daggers. And so Kronak appears before the team, who is now surrounded. They give the expo down how he came back in time using the chronometer to take control of, over the world because of all the records of superheroes. Terror ends up taking a shot at him, so he shuts up, and the fight resumes with Gravity getting hit and Terror losing an arm. They attack again, and Kronok throws Captain America's shield. Uh, Speedball runs into him, and then they all run into the sewers. Kronok sends a bomb after them, and Aranya gets stuck under the rubble except for her arm. That also has some of her powers tied to it because of a mystical tattoo. And Terra grabs the arm to replace the one that he lost. They have some grief moments, like X-23 didn't do anything to uh, save the X-Men when they were under attack. Gravity related how Luke Cage had been with them and he wasn't able to save him. And then Speedball reveals that he stole the chronometer and they're able to find when he came back in time. So they're going to go a month before he went back in time so that they can stop him, and when they go into the future, they meet a weird-looking kid named Mutant 2099. Which leads us into the interlude part of this episode. So, in 2004, there was a fifth week event where Marvel let Robert Kirkman do a Marvel Knights reboot of the 2099 universe that was sort of based on the Marvel Universe at the time as a series of five one-shots Mutant 2099, Black Panther 2099, Daredevil 2099, Inhumans 2099, and Punisher 2099. And the basic premise behind all the stories is that a mutant registration act got pushed. All the heroes tried to fight against it. They lost, so now there's pretty much a sentinel on every street corner. Superheroes are illegal, and mutants have to take drugs that suppress their powers. The first one of these is Mutant 2099 by... Robert Kirkman with pencils by Carrie Randolph, Matt Ryan on the inks, Camilla Tripp on colors, and Dave Sharp on letters. And the premise is Chad Channing is a mutant who goes by the name Mutant. And he fights, like we see this battle where he's teamed up against uh, Moloids and a 
group of like inbred ancestors of mole man which raises a question of how mole man had incestuous ancestors unless he like divided asexually and uh he's joined in the battle by i can Reed see Reed. mole man doing that and he's uh joined in the battle by reed richards who is in a ben grim robot body because he is just a brain in the jar but not that really cool brain in the jar that he was in the uh one fantastic four what if you remember that one? Oh yes yeah. i do actually Mm-hmm. And no one's as and, cool of a brain in a jar like No Girl. Mm-hmm. From uh, New X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chad is forgetful. He has a girlfriend, uh, Kashia, who he, like, forgets to check in with. He's doing poorly in classes, and he's a mutant, so he's branded... And he's supposed to take power suppression drugs, except Reed Richards is giving him placebos instead. Because the school is, like, built on top of the Baxter building. And uh, he's really not sure what he's doing as a hero. And he wants to, uh, quit. And when he's, like, decided that he's going to do that, he goes to visit his girlfriend. And on the way, he sees some sentinels who are fighting a large monster. But they aren't really aware of the people who are, like, around them that may be crushed and so he saves the people they thank him for saving their lives because the sentinels aren't really all that smart or intelligent and seeing that he is actually needed he decides to keep on being a hero and then get the rest of his life in order it's weird it's like a just strange one shot i think it may be the weakest of all of them Mm -hmm. uh the second one is Black Bolt 29. First of all, it's was, called uh, he goes by the name of Mutant. That yeah, right there that. was dumb. Uh, the second one is Black Panther 2099 with art by Kyle Holtz, colors by Jose Villarubia and Dave Sharp on the letters. We start off in Latveria where Doctor Doom has now sort of become a legacy. Where I guess his mask contains all of his uh, brain power so when one Doom body fails... He gets passed on to someone else. And uh, Kashamba is part of a council that's supposed to figure out who is going to lead Wakanda since T'Challa and his son are both dead. And the Black Panther line has been discontinued. While they're discussing what they're supposed to do, Doom invades with an army of Doombots. And like they agree to give him power, but then everyone on the council is put into prison. This was a weird one because I think some of the pages are actually out of order on uh, Unlimited. Oh, yeah. That's good. Uh, and eventually, uh, Kashamba gets freed and he wants to leave the country with his wife, Matola. But a Doomba tries to stop him, and that's when he is saved by the insurgency, which he joins. He starts to lead, and eventually they're like, Oh, you are the best guy. So you get to be the new Black Panther and lead our country. And they're able to force out the Doombots. But then, oh ho ho, it turns out that Kashamba is actually being controlled by Doctor Doom. Who now secretly controls Wakanda. Classic fucking Doom. After that is Daredevil 2099, which had art by Carl Molin and Mike Perkins on pencils. Inks by Rick Magyar. Colors by Nick Bell and letters by Dave Sharp. 
And the current Daredevil of 2099 is Samuel Fisk, the grandson of Wilson Fisk, who uses a shoot to act as Daredevil. Like, he talks about how he really hasn't trained his body in any way, so it's the suit doing all the work because he feels really bad about what his uh, grandfather had done. And so he saves people, but his wife Elaine is angry at him and leaves because he's pretty much a shitty person. And he's drifting through his life. He finds out that his wife is cheating. And in his uh, rage, he goes and tears apart a sentinel with his bare hands and also the Daredevil suit. And when he goes into a bar for a drink, everyone expects him to deal with his wife cheating on him the way that his grandfather would. But he really doesn't want to do that. And then he ends up returning to the base where everyone addresses him as Kingpin. And that's when he shoots the guy who was sleeping with his wife in the head because he is both Kingpin and Daredevil. Any comments on that one? Eh, not as much. It, it's a weird one. I mean, I kind of like that. If nothing else, it had the best art out of any of these one-shots. Oh, well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that is Inhumans 2099, uh, with uh, pencils by Cliff Rathburn, colors by John Rausch, and letters by Dave Sharp again. And it's, uh, it's a weirdly written one. Uh, like, it's the family bringing their son in for a Terrogenesis blessing, but the king is not Black Bolt. It's just some guy sitting with Lockjaw, who is super old, and he gets accepted as things start to unfold, including Black Bolt returning after 50 years of sleeping, while the inhuman population lives in a spaceship now because they fled Earth. And when Black Bolt went to sleep, it turns out that Maximus took over, killed the inhuman family beside besides Black Bolt and Lockjaw, and he's been leading, and he's like, well, Black Bolt, you can't say anything against me, because if you do, you kill everyone, and Black Bolt's just like, fuck it, and he screams, killing everyone and destroying the ship. It's like, okay, that's... <sighs> Sigh. I don't know, you say that, I would also see Black Bolt doing that. It's more of how it was written and how it was laid out. Okay, where, well, that's fair. Yeah. Like, it's storytelling issues as opposed to the story being a problem. After that, or, well, the last one is Punisher 2099 with pencils by Pop Man, colors by Val Staples, and Dave Sharp on those letters again. And Franklin and his bomb are Punishers. We see them blowing up a crime base. And then we flash back to five months before. Where his mom tells him that she has cancer. She is Cassandra Castle. The daughter of Frank Castle and Electra. Mm. But she ends up using her mom's last name. Which doesn't really make sense. Because like Frank Castle's last name is not actually Castle. It's Castiglione. So you could go by that instead but whatever and uh franklin doesn't really want to kill people and he refuses to snipe. what a baby yeah and he like refuses to snipe someone so a sentinel attacks and now like five months later after they blow up the base she is dying he still doesn't want to kill and he's like doing bad in school but she's basically forcing him to do this as a extracurricular 
and his mom isn't able to get him to kill anyone. She ends up dying, and he still refuses to become the Punisher. And it's weird because they like make all these comments about how she's supposed to look super old, but the artist is not really good at that. So it's like some panels look like she's in her 50s and others it looks like she's in her 20s or 30s. So inconsistent art. And that is Marvel Knights 2099. Hooray! So, meanwhile, back in Earth 6215, Kronach has realized that they stole the chronometer, and Kronach is fine since he has, like, conquered this timeline and they can't really come back and fight him. Meanwhile, over in 2992, uh, Mutant has brought the League of Losers, as they've been called, to meet Reed Richards, who is in his thing suit since he's just a brain. Reed recognizes everyone except for Terror. And they keep making digs on the team, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but whatever. Uh, Sentinels now control the world, blah blah blah. Uh, Reed had developed the chronometer, so they decide that they're going to prepare for Kronach to try and steal the device in 30 days. Gravity and X-23 flirt, Dagger and Darkhawk flirt, and then Fing and Fang Foom attacks, and that's the worst looking Fin Fang Foom I've ever seen. Does he flirt? No. Uh -huh. But the team does get new costumes. Uh, and Sleepwalker isn't healing because he can't return to dream space. And time passes for a while. And they've now learned how to fight as a team. Kronach attacks with his army. The fight goes down and escalates more and more. Kronach eventually finds the chronometer. And he's prepared to go back in time and start building his army again. But Darkhawk ends up breaking the chronometer. And because Kronach was only halfway through, he ends up getting sliced in half. And, like, time passes, they can't really return to the past anymore because Kronach still controls their home timeline. So they decide to make a life here. Dagger and Darkhawk are officially a couple. Terror and Sleepwalker are friends. Gravity and X-23 are officially dating. And, uh... You think Terror and Sleepwalker are more than just friends? Friends with Bennies? Give me that internet porn, Devin. Give me that internet porn. It's probably there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And Reed starts to think about fighting back against the Sentinels now because they can, like, unite all the other individual heroes because they have a force that's large enough. And Speedball's depressed because they saved the world, but their homeworld is still doomed and they can't go back or even really be recognized. And uh, Darkhawk's like, yeah, but you know, at least we're heroes. And that's the end. Because life is shit. Yay! <sighs> and we got some reader questions, but first, let's add these onto Trials of the Multiverse. You ready, Devin? Let's do it. Now, since I've gotten over my overhyped... Uh, Depression from last week, we are actually going to update one of the universes that we put on the Marvel Zombie Christmas Carol, which is Earth 11081, which is actually on spot 139, Marvel Zombie Christmas Carol, and then we have two universes to put on in this one. So the first one is Earth 
6215, where Kronok won. Where do you want to put this one, Devin? I mean, it's one of those destroyed universes. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about it? In the middle. How do you feel about it compared to Iron Age, where Phoenix destroyed the world? Um, I think I like Iron Age better. Uh, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? I like that one better. Spider-Man is better. Uh, how about... Well, a lot better or only a little bit better? Uh, a little bit better. Uh, how about the Ozvengers? It's better than that. Uh, President Tony Stark? Or, no, like it's better than Ozvengers. Yeah. Uh, how about a... Yeah, okay. Compared to President... Uh, it's better than President Tony Stark. Uh, Hulk married the She-Hulk. I love She-Hulk. It's better than that. Uh, Ghost Rider had possessed Grandpa. It's not as good as that. Okay, so our new number 212 is Earth 6215. And then we have Earth 2992, which is the uh, Marvel Knights 2099. Uh, it's a weird one. I mean, you didn't read all the books... But you got a pretty accurate, like, summation of what happened. Yeah. Uh, how would you feel about it? Well, how do you feel about it compared to uh, Kronok winning? Uh, personally, I like Kronok winning more. Yeah, I'd go with that. It was, like, a lot of half-baked ideas that weren't well executed. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about it compared to Cheese Day? They shouldn't have just been one. They shouldn't have been just one shots, basically. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about it compared to Cheese Danish World? I like it more than Cheese Danish World. Uh, Ozvengers. I like it more than Ozvengers. President Tony Stark. Not as good as President Tony Stark. So our new number two fifteen is Earth two nine nine two. Marvel Knights 2099. And then Devin, I challenged both of us to come up with our own teams of a League of Losers. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I added a couple more people. I also based it off a little bit of two of their characters that they might not necessarily know are in that universe. Mm hmm. I feel like I tossed Nocturne in there, since she's like a t more t like time displaced character. Yeah. And did the same thing with Miles Morales. So, read down your list. Yeah, so we got Nocturne, Miles Morales, Spider Man, Hank Pym because I hate him, Rage, and then the Demolition Man. But like, Hank Pym. It's still a well-known character. He's a loser. And Demolition he's Man a loser. is a big guy. Did you know that he's gay? Or at least bisexual? Yeah, I did not. Yeah, it's one of the uh, newer things. Good on you, D-Man. Uh, nah, D-Man's a loser. Well, see, I went with a very different list setup where I wanted to take characters who really haven't been seen in a while like 
they used to be bigger or they had something big based around them. And... It's just nothing but Machine Man, isn't it, no. Luke? I tried to take characters who you would not expect from me. So, leading the team is Yukio from uh, Wolverine and X-Men and stuff. Yeah, from Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I know it. Um, With the cards. Yes. You've activated my trap card. Gotcha. Morbius, the living vampire. Patriot. He He had a comic not too long ago. Yeah, but that did really poorly. It was also really bad. Yeah. So, Morbius deserves a spot on this team. We've got Patriot Eli Bradley from the Young Avengers, who didn't even show up really in that last Young Avengers series. Carolina Dean from the Runaways, because she really hasn't shown up in anywhere else. Cloud Nine from Avengers The Initiative. Ape X, who it was the kid who found Ape X's mask at the end of uh, the Marvel Ape stuff. I remember. And then Jack of Hearts, because Jack of Hearts is shitty, and he's mostly known for exploding. And you know... Yeah. And, like, that whole Marvel Zombie Supreme was all a series just made to bring him back to life. Jack of Hearts is alive again? Yeah. Like, literally, that's what Marvel Zombie Supreme is about. Uh, Unicorn, or whatever the organization is, uh, is trying to, like, create alternate energy sources. And because, uh... No, Project Pegasus. Project Pegasus. And because the uh, Squadron Supreme had stayed with them when they ended up on 616 for a while, uh, they had, like, genetics, and somehow, like, the energy that they're trying to create ends up bringing Jack of Hearts back to life. Jack of Hearts is relevant again, sort of. Weird. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I didn't realize he was still alive. Well, he had died, he just came back to life, because comics. Well, or, yeah. I mean, I knew he was dead. Everyone knows that he was dead. Mm-hmm. He's more famous for being dead than being important. Well, actually, he was dead even when he blew up. Oh, yeah, because he had, like... <sighs> comics. He was trying to save Cassie or something, something, something. I'm floating in space. Yeah. Uh, and then we got a question in from our good friend Javier Files. Which hero would be most offended to be on the League of Losers, but most deserves to be put on it? You know who I'd put on there, Devin? Rick Jones. Does he deserve to be on it? Not necessarily. I debated Offended? Yes. Yes. But, like, right now, he doesn't have... Deserve? He doesn't have powers right now. I mean, I was looking at others, like Texas Twister and other people, and it's like... I, uh, it's it's hard to determine someone. I mean, I could also go and just say Jack of Hearts again. Like that's a person who would be most offended on my team. He'd be like, "I was an Avenger. I fought in space. My face is two different colors." So. <sighs> oh wait, here here's another one right there. Captain Britain. I don't think he could be put on that team, though. 
I mean, it was supposed to be characters who were forgotten about. You didn't even know that Jack of Hearts had come back to life. I assumed he was still dead because he was worthless and we didn't need him back. Well, that guy who wrote Marvel Zombie Supreme did. And also, I've now seen... And where is he now? Uh, he was on those, like, 50 State Avengers covers. Oh, like, everyone was on those 50 State Avengers covers. I forget which state that he was on, though. Oh, yeah, my, bro- my one of my, bro- my brother wanted me to, us to talk about that 50 State Avengers oh. covers. Well, we got some time to do it. Cause those... We can do it in a... What's it called? Oh, the Worldly Conversation? Yeah, that's cool. Good. Well, we will do that after then. Um, but uh, this has been Multiversal Q. Next week, we should be having our Christmas holiday special. Are you ready for that, Devin? Sure. Awesome. Well, uh, where can people find you online? You can find me online at, on Twitter at Fred Ofet, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. You can also find both of us online at our new spinoff podcast, Exiled Podcast, uh, which the second episode went up yesterday when you're hearing this, assuming that you're listening to this on Sunday. And that's going to be updating every week with a special Christmas episode the last week of the uh, month in December and uh, yeah Multiverse Secure is a weekly podcast in itself we sometimes do bonus content you can find more out about us on Twitter at MultiverseSecure.com Facebook, Libsyn, Tumblr, all those other places and if you enjoy the podcast leave us a review if you enjoy us enough to donate money uh, you can at our Patreon Uh, That wraps us up for this week. We'll see you next week as we try and find some Christmas cheer. Peace.